Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Madrasa on A. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome once again to your program, the one and only Madrasa on A, the Hajj edition. And then also on technical controls, we do have Zarina Talib, the producer of the show. And I'm your host, Yasmina Peterson, which you all already know by now. And I'm joined in studio by none other than Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. Before I head further, Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Sheikh, how are you doing this afternoon? Fine, alhamdulillah. And how's yourself, Auntie Yasmina? I'm alhamdulillah, Sheikh, alhamdulillah. To know that if you are going to be wanting to call, to contact us or phone in for the program, our telephone system is down at the moment. It is being seen through. However, you can still WhatsApp us or you can still SMS us for your questions if you have any in terms of what Sheikh is going to be speaking about. We are still within the subject matter of Hajj within the Holy Quran. And yesterday, Sheikh ended off in terms of the verses that was found in Surah 2, which is Surah Baqarah. However, Sheikh is going to be branching into some other verses within the Holy Quran and some other surahs that looks at Hajj within the Holy Quran. Sheikh, tafaddu. Shukran, bismillahir rahmanir rahim, alhamdulillahi wahdahu salatu wa salamu ala madlan nabiya ba'd. Rabbi sharahli sadri wa yassirli amri wa ahlul ugdatan min lisani yafqahu kawli. Allahumma allimna bima yanfa'una wa anfa'ana bima allamtana. Warzukna ilman yadha al-jalali wal-ikram. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, thanks and praises due to Allah, till always and forever. And love and salam on our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant us to be those people worthy to be His Ummah, those people worthy to be able to follow His path and do and follow His guidance and direction and live ourselves in His way that He has shown us. Right? And, and yes, it's not very, very easy. It's not the easiest thing under the sun. And you and I mustn't dream that we are perfect. No, we are very, very far from perfection. We are very, very far from being real and righteous Muslimin. We are almost on the brink of falling off. That's what we must believe. But we must believe that we also have, we our little bit we have, we keep fast and strive our very best to do what Allah guides us through understanding Allah's message, going to seek that and wanting to love it in the manner and pattern of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for that collectively makes you and me a Muslim. If anything is out of there, we doubt the fact that you or me or any of us can ever call ourselves Muslimin. Na'udhu billah. And now I'm not saying this against you. I'm saying against all of us, me included, me must probably first. Na'udhu billah. It must probably mean first and me last. Now the bill. May Allah protect all of us. I'm saying it not to be able to insult. I'm wanting to under- you to understand that everything in this deen has shown us all the positivities, not lacking, not ever removing the negativities. Because if you know the positivities, you can get there, you can strive, you can want to get there. But if you go and want to move to the positivities and you don't know the negativities, you can, you can falter, you can slip, you can fall, you can draw, drown yourself into the negativities and you can get totally lost. But if you can come to some recognition, 
because you understand the positivities and the negativities, then you probably can find your way back into the path of Allah. May Allah forgive all of us. May Allah accept all of us. May Allah grant us the understanding and the realization that we are nowhere near the best of us, us nowhere near the sunnah tariqah given to us by Allah and His Messenger. We are billions of kilometers away, if not uh, a billion times billion. Ya Rabb, na'udhu billah. But we need to be able to understand that and realize the need for having to want to be real Muslims, the need for wanting to be submissive Muslims, the need for wanting to be the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, not in word, but in action, but in understanding and living that action. Na'udhu billah, that is what we need to strive for. May Allah grant us to come to realize this. And I say this with no disrespect to any one person, to each and every one of the listeners out there, each and every one of you. My love, my care, my wish for positivity, but it does not live in the, in the fancy world of dreams. It is a perfect Muslim. It is, it is cla- Many of us is class slums, I a proper, proper slums, I But Allah told them to us to be slums, I You and I need to work and understand being a slums is a negative thing. Making strong intention that, oh Allah, grant us not to be slums. Grant us to be Muslimin and move towards Islam. Then when we are in Islam, strive to become those the Mu'minin. And then when we've reached levels, Allah grants us that, that we hope to be able to come, become part of the Muhsimin. Allah grants us that, inshallah. People, I say this with concern. I see this worry of myself. I see this in concern of my own parents, my own brothers and sisters. My own family, my own children, say with concern for them, and I say it with concern for everybody. I want to tell you, I say this simply because I love all of you for the sake of Allah. I know you love me. You must love me. I wish I had an option to choose whether I want to love you or not. Neither I nor you have an option. But it's because of this love which I need to have for you. I'm sharing this because I know there's a dark side to things and there's a bright side to the other and that Allah wants us to identify the dark, know the darkness so that you and I can find our path from the darkness to the light so if we don't know the darkness, we probably can be in the depth of darkness and so deeply drowned in darkness and far away we, we see a, a ray of light and I think that ray of light is there is where I am and I'm proud for who I am but actually I'm drowned deep in darkness now that's not what Allah wants us Allah wants us to identify the darkness know the darkness and know the harms of the darkness and strive but by but then every day realize we need to move to the light may Allah grant us to be of those people who are worthy of that and as we move along, that is the path that Allah takes us on to, which Allah to send the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa to guide us on that path called the Sirat al-Mustaqim. People, sorry for my excitement when I share this, but Ya Rabb, na'udhu billah, may Allah open the path for all of us. We, in, in yesterday's lesson, we've gone, have we made the opening to her? 
sorry. Uh, the people allow me just very, very short to make a dua with us. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Allah maftah lana bil khair. Wakhtim lana bil khair. Waj'al awaqib umurina bil khair. Biyadika al khair wa afiya innaka ala kulli shayin qadir. Rabbana zalamna anfusana. Fa'illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna. Lanakunanna min al-khasirin. اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا أذاب النار وادخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين as in yesterday's lesson, people, with no disrespect, and as, as we say to you people, alhamdulillah, um, remember whatever I share with you, it's first a consent, a necessity, that I need to take it for myself. And may Allah make it a means that it, it touches my heart, moves to the effect of my character, and develop me to be a real slave of Allah in Allah's presence and Allah's understanding. And believe you me, I'm not, not the best of slaves. And I'm sorry that I'm going to mention this to you. I'm not, in, I'm not exposing my negativities. I'm, I'm just asking you, please make dua that Allah grant me to be able to recognize my weaknesses, recognize and understand my shortcomings, and then constantly knock at Allah's door for pardon and forgiveness that I may be kept clear and Allah may allow me to enter into Allah's Jannah. Vice beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Alhamdulillah. In yesterday's lesson, um, uh, uh, we dealt with um, just the reminder of the verses, the last few verses that there is of Surah Al-Baqarah and then we did a, a, a look through all the verses from verse 196 up to uh, 203 those are the verses that we dealt with you we, we covered all that, that's what we looked at and Muswabi, I would just want to say to the people that hasn't been with us prior just go through those verses 197 196 up to 203 there you have an understanding of Allah's message read in there um, and, and this probably if you can get the the, the, the uh, uh, sound uh, audio recording of what happens on the, vo uh, the voice that you can record it it would be healthy for you to be able to uh, take that down to, to, to listen to for the process of what Allah says to us in Surah Baqarah pertaining to the Hajj for now, I said we're going over to other surah. The other surah that we're going to, we're going to Surah Ali Imran, Surah number 3, verses 96 and 97. Verses 96 and 97. Allah tells us in this verses, Inna very very short and remember we don't we don't have much time when we need to be able to cover as far as we probably can with the verses of Allah and I have got a few things a few verses at various places and we had to choose out of many that there is in the Quran in this verse Allah says inna in this verses, Allah says, Inna awwala bayt, verily, the first house. Wudi alinnas, that was placed on earth for mankind. Lalladhi bi as as a means of worshipping, a, a house that we have as a, as a means of worshipping, Allah is the house at Bakkah. Now, Bakkah is another word for Makkah. 
And I need to mention to you these three words. This very verse, as is in Arabic here, it's also found in the Bible, in, 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 in the Christian Bible in English. But Allah says, Lalladhi bi Mubarak, it is a place full of barakah. Wahuda, in a place full of guidance. Lil alameen, for whoever comes there. Then Allah carries on in the next verse. Allah says, Fihi ayatun bayinat. In it there is great signs of Allah. Maqam Ibrahim. Maqam Ibrahim, Allah mentions one. Woman dakhalahu kana amina. Who whoever enters into the city of Makkah, into the precincts of Makkah, who comes to Makkah to Bakka, who comes to the Haram of Makkah. Woman dakhalu kana amina. He will be in safety and security. He will be protected. وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حَجُّ الْبَيْتِ And Allah's made a necessity upon man that he needs to go to the Hajj for the bayt, at the Baytullah. And we are also still within Hajj within the Holy Quran, but then looking at different verses at different surahs. We shared just before the ad break was at Surah Al Imran, and that was by verse 96 to 97. And actually learned a new word, Baka, another word for Makkah. So we learn each and every day, Alhamdulillah. However, I now hand back over to Sheikh to continue. Sheikh Tafatul. Shukran Jazakallah for that one, and Yasmina. MashaAllah, as you've indicated, we always need, as Muslims, we need to learn every day. And we sure can learn a lot when Allah grants us such a wonderful tool as such as a radio. Unfortunately, Alhamdulillah, may Allah grant all of us to develop and to learn a, a little bit, little bit, little bit, but that is part of our learning for Allah to the Sakira. May Allah open the path. And so, Alhamdulillah, we said, we mentioned in the surah where Allah says, وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنِ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ السَّبِيلَ And Allah says, man owes Allah the Hajj to the Baytullah. Those who in fact put in the necessary effort and hard work, that they need to be able to do it, to go for that. But Allah then carries on and makes an uncomfortable statement after that. Allah says, وَمَنْ كَفَرْ But if there is anybody who's arrogant and hard-hearted and, and use the, the, the wealth and the status and don't grow and don't develop, and he is not interested to want to perform the Hajj. وَمَنْ كَفَرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِي Allah says, verily Allah is in need of absolutely nobody. Allah's wealth is extensive. Your Hajj that you're doing, you're doing no favor to Allah. Whether the whole world goes for Hajj, but they don't do any favor to Allah. Allah is ghani, is in need of absolutely nobody. Instead, everybody is in need of Him. Everything is in need of Him. وَمَنْ كَفَرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌ عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ He is richer than his wealth and his extension of whatever he possesses is greater than the whole universe. سُبْحَانَكْ بَحَوْلُوا لَكُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِلَّهِ It's obviously something that we can't understand because we don't know the details of our Lord Allah. We don't know His powers and His might and all those things. But He says He is in need of nothing in His total universe, nothing in the whole, all, all His creation that He has created. He is in need of absolutely nothing there. His power, if He takes everything and removes it, He will still be the most powerful. Allahu Akbar. Subhanak la hawlawal Fallahu akbar Laysa hunaka akbar minhu Subhanak It's never Nobody greater than Allah And Allah's not in need His greatness is not in need Of what He has created Or that you and I And the human being You and I are so Absolutely weak The whole human race We are so weak So cheap We do nothing We can't without Allah 
everything that we have, all our might and power, our strength, our insight, our knowledge, our, our health, all this belongs to Allah. Imagine if Allah takes it away a split second or just a minute from us. Where are we? Na'udhu billah, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. And so, may Allah grant us to be able to understand. In this verse, Allah says to us certain things. What we here see in Surah number 3, verse number six, 96, Allah tells us, Verily the fierce house by Allah, that with Allah's place on earth for mankind to be able to have a link with Allah, is at Bakkah. But Allah makes a statement about this place, Bakkah. Allah says, it's Mubarak. There's a lot of Barakah in there. So what is Allah tells saying when Allah says Mubarak? Allah will want those people who wants to go for Hajj or for Umrah to be able to realize they're going to a place that is Full of barakah, full of benefit, full of greatness, of glory, of wonder that man can make use of if only we go there with a mindset to want to be able to benefit from that barakah. So the Allah, Allah calls it Mubarak, a place everywhere that there is in Makkah, everything in Makkah. Example, Al Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to us, a person who's in Makkah, who's doing absolutely nothing. He's sleeping, he's fast asleep. Then that sleep of his is valued at a person who's in deep, in deep sense of ibadah with Allah. That's his sleep. He's doing nothing. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says that Makkah is so great and so glorious. It's so mubarak that if you think of a positivity, you just think about it, just, you just think of something, then already it's been recorded as if done. You have done absolutely nothing. You haven't done anything whatsoever. You just think of. Like for instance, you think I would want to go down to the haram to make a tawaf. And then obviously because they want to go down to the haram, I need to stand up. And I need to be able to take wudu. And I need to freshen myself and to go down um, and, 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 and do the tawaf. Subhanak. Then the Malaika record, you have already made your hudu, you've already gone down to the haram, you've walked your steps down to the Baytullah, you've gone into, into the masjid, you've gone into performing the tawaf, and you've already completed the whole tawaf. You've just thought it, you haven't done anything. That's how Mubarak the place is. Allow me to be mentioned to you another hadith of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Masjid al-Nabawi is valued at, when you go to Masjid al-Nabawi in Medina, it's valued at, at a thousand times for anything that you do there, like for instance salah, as if you have made a thousand salahs. One Jumu'ah is a thousand Jumu'ahs. One Fajr is a thousand Fajr. Subhanallah. That is the value of it. And he says, and Makkah, the Haram of Makkah, is greater than a hundred thousand. Allahu Akbar. How Mubarak is the place? Subhanallah. Allah says, Lalladhi bi Bakkah Mubarakan Wahudan. Wahudan, the scholar says, it's a place of excessive guidance. Meaning, excessive guidance where you need to, as a person, realize that I can all I need to do is beg of Allah and show Allah my commitment to want to be a righteous Muslim, to want to have guidance, to want to be guided on the straight path. But it's all there, remember? It's all in the Quran. It's all been sent to us by the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But you can use the opportunity there to come nearer. 
like the scholar says to us, Makkah has changed nobody. Makkah doesn't make you a different person. Makkah takes in whoever comes into it. But if the person comes in there and he realizes who he is and he blames nobody else for his own character and his own behavior and his own mannerism and his own shortcomings and own errors and he then begs of Allah and plea and call from Allah from the barak of, of, of Makkah and he, he, he realizes that he can get more guidance in Makkah then he makes use of this Quran, he makes use of the Sunnah Tariq of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he gets through to that because there is no extra Barakah in Makkah or extra of what Allah has already sent. Makkah is filled with Barakah and man can only benefit from that if he takes to the pattern given to him by Allah and his Rasul. So yes, don't dream you can earn in your Kustan, earn in your Makkah and your Kustan and the heart of Kuna Yotu specially. Oh no, 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 no. It came down already 1,400 years ago. The whole Quran and the great Nabi with everything that's already needed. The full package is there already. So don't try to find it in your own dreams. No, no, no. And don't ask Allah for something that you think you can ask Allah for you that you're going to get. No, it's all, everything that anybody in this deen wants as a Muslim or want to be as a Muslim has been given to us a full package. Nothing is short in there. Everything, we just need to go there, understand it, and then find it there to be able to see how can we bring it part of our own life. And that's make us, you and me, the righteous Muslimin. May Allah open the path for all of us, inshallah. But the statement, the other statement in the other ayah where Allah tells us that there are great signs in Makkah fihi ayatum bayinat. There's great signs of Allah there, and Allah calls one of them, and the one that Allah calls, that Allah mentioned in this ayah says, Allah says, Maqam Ibrahim. Now the scholar says to us in the tafsir that the reason why Allah mentions this one is there are many signs of Allah in Makkah, great signs, many, many great signs. But Allah mentions those ones that seems to our mind to be insignificant. Maqam Ibrahim is here. Allah says it's one of the great signs of the great signs of Allah. So Allah says, don't you think that it is insignificant? It is a great sign of Allah. Get, give it its reverence that Allah has given to it. And come to realize it. And remember, if Allah says it, there must be greatness in it that you and I don't understand. Get there. Get around it. See that you come to have your links near or around it. And Allah then says, وَمَنْ دَخَلَهُ كَانَ آمِنًا Anybody who enters into the city of Makkah, Bakkah, will definitely be in safety and security. Subhanak, what a statement. And then Allah Ta'ala says that Allah has made it fart, the, 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 uh, we owe Allah to the Hajj, but Allah Ta'ala then afterwards says, remember, if you are adamant and arrogant and you want to show or you think you are better, then Allah Ta'ala is not in need of any of the fact that you need to perform a Hajj. Na'udhu Billah, may Allah protect, ya Allah. May Allah open the path for all of us, inshallah. And so, uh, um, as we said in this is surah number three that Allah has granted us I, I, I want to just mention to us that we have the essence of surah number 22 that we want to go to but allow me to take you to surah number five now surah number five is uh, uh, um, let us go to surah number five quickly and then see what happens in surah number five when the Lord speaks to us surah number five surah al-ma'idah verse number three now verse number three is a lengthy verse, but allow me to take you to the, the place in verse number three 
that we need to look at and see how Allah deals with it. And, and verse number three deals with the way we need to eat certain things and what we have to, uh, what we can enjoy, what we can't enjoy of Allah. And then Allah takes us through the process and Allah says to us, um, Allah invites us and Allah says, uh, um, um, in, in this verse, as we said, it's a, a lengthy. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم While Sheikh is going to be looking at Surah number 5, which is Surah Ma'idah, to note that if you want to give us a telephone call, our telephones are experiencing technical difficulties at the moment. We are getting the problem addressed and it should be up and running very soon, alhamdulillah. For those of you who have just joined in, Sheikh is looking at Hajj within the Holy Quran, but looking at different verses within different surahs where Allah speaks about Hajj, as well as looking at those matters that you need to address and what and how Allah is addressing us. Like she has said, we are learning each and every day, neither too young, neither too old to learn. Um, we mentioned to you it's Surah number 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse number 3. Now, verse, I said verse number 3 is a lengthy verse, but the, the Arabic terminology goes, Now, if you listen to this translation, Subhanak la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, it is... Uh, it's just wonderful for all of us, right? Allah says, and this verse is a verse pertaining to Hajj that Allah has revealed on the Hajj of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The day the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was on Arafah, stood there, and Jibril came to the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam when the Nabi when the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was standing next to Jabal Rahmah, and Allah revealed this verse, and the verses is Aliyom this very day. Today, meaning the day of Arafah, that day of the, uh, the day of Arafah that the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, Today have I completed for you your religion. So everything that anybody needs in religion is already completed. We don't need to find it anywhere. Alhamdulillah. Today have I completed for your religion. نعمتي, and I've put my stamp of approval in everything that I've put into this deen. And I've sent all my favors to you as human beings that wants to be Muslim. All my favors is inside this deen. All my favors that I want to send to those people who wants to submit to my cause. For them, I've given them all my favors. So nobody else has any favors greater than the favor of a Muslim. May Allah open the path. And then Allah makes a statement. وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينًا But I'm only satisfied for a religion, the religion of Islam. So there is no understanding that some people can tell us, but we must also have a respect for other religions. We respect other religions on the basis of those are people who believe in their whatever, whatever beliefs they have. But they, there is no other religion, there's no deen, there's no, no thing like the deen of Islam. It is superior, it is holistic, it is full, it is just, it is fairness. It is 
encompassing of every need of what is success for man in this dunya and in the akhirah. May Allah grant us the insight, the understanding, and lead to what is best for our world and best for the year after. And Allah says, وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ I am only going to be satisfied with you, with Islam as a religion. In the translation that there is in, 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 in the, the uh, translation Quran, it says, This day I have perfected your, you, your religion for you, completed my favor upon you, and have chosen for you Islam as a religion. <laughs> Subhanak Ya Rabb. Allah has chosen Islam. Allah is the one who has chosen Islam for us as a religion. The religion for the last hour, the religion for those people who want to be submissive to Allah, who wants to be religious people in the way Allah expects us to be religious people, and the way our Lord, the God of creation, the Lord of you, the universe, the way He expects us to be able to worship is only through Him, and He says Islam is that answer. All the other religions is a major question covered with so much Fault, error, weaknesses, and misunderstanding. Yes? And people get astray with that. Na'udhu Billah. May Allah protect all of us. And may Allah grant us not to be able to be boastful and bragging and thinking that we are better than others. Because as Muslims, we many times, uh, we think ourselves better. Most probably the other person who's not Muslim, he might just enter into this deen later on when you and I are not there. And Allah might just invite them into this deen after all their weaknesses and their fourth sins and their wrong, and they may be able to enter Jannah long before you and I get there. May Allah protect all of us. May Allah grant us to understand. And that was the verse that I wanted to share with you. And I wanted to just say with you when as to when did that happen and how did that happen? And and and, 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 and it happened on the occasion that the fact that Allah says this day, which means at the very end of Islam. Remember, there's this first pillar called the pillar of the Shahada, which is the opening for the life of man. He cannot become a Muslim without that. And, and, and that is our submission to Allah and our submission to our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa The second pillar speaks about our connection with Allah via salah. The third pillar speaks about our compassion and our love that we have for the wealth that we share it with the rest of humanity. More so, we consider those people who are Muslim like us. And then the next pillar speaks about our process of understanding, our return to Allah, our begging from Allah, our realization that we can err. And then the last pillar is the pillar of Hajj that we are on. And that pillar, Allah says, today have I revealed for you this, have I completed for you this deen. Subhanak. So we have a holistic, completed deen covered with all the favors of Allah. May Allah grant us the sense of understanding and appreciation that we show Allah how much we appreciate the favors of Allah. Amen. Beautifully said there by Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams in our Hajj edition of Madrasa on E. And if you are looking at wanting to obtain the podcast of what has been mentioning, I will give you the website that is vocfm.io.no.fm. It will take you straight to the Voice of the Cape homepage. All you do is you scroll down to Madrasa on E. You will click the episodes thereof and you can choose which episode it is in which you want to download. For now, we are breaking for ads and when we come back, we'll continue the show. Stay tuned.
Did you know that during the month of Ramadan, the South African National Zakah Fund provides more than 22,000 families in need with sustenance on the day of Eid through your support? However, have you ever considered what happens during the other 11 months? The reality is that thousands of South Africans go without food on a daily basis. Show compassion. Show your Shafaqah. Make it your duty to support the Sanzaf Shafaqah initiative. By signing a monthly debit order, you are providing sustenance to those most in need. For more information, contact our fundraising office on 021-638-0965 or visit us at www.sanzaf.org.za. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Sanzaf, changing lives through development and relief. Neurosurgeon. Chemical engineer. Architect. Chartered accountant. We're proud of our graduates. Take the first step towards your future career at Islamia College. We offer a strong academic curriculum, a range of extracurricular activities, sporting codes, and a Hifs Academy. As an Islamia College student, you'll be given the best opportunities to realize your full potential. Islamia College, dedicated to the pursuit of educational excellence. One payment solution. Are you tired of debt? Would you like to live debt free? Regain financial control by consolidating your payments to one easy plan. Free no obligation quote, no upfront fees payable, blacklisted, arrear accounts all welcome. Situated at Suite 212 Rawood Square, Old Clipfontaine and Merton Roads, Athlone. Contact us on 087-820-6989 or email info at keydebt.co.za. One payment solution. NCR compliant. Terms and conditions apply. Topeka's Bird Kenilworth has done it once again. Have you ever eaten a Lao Kavri expertly prepared and carved to your satisfaction? Having that legendary tenderness and succulent taste in every single bite. Welcome to the home of a Lao Kavri exclusive to Topeka's Bird Kenilworth. We rule the roast. Roast beef, roast chicken, roast leg of lamb, roast lamb riblets, roast potatoes, lamb shank, not forgetting our seasonal veg, cold salad and rice. Simply weigh and pay. Serve from 12 to 6 p.m. every Sunday. Topekasburg Kenilworth, people with a taste for life. Topekasburg Kenilworth now serving a bully breakfast buffet from 8 a.m. daily. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Madrasa on air. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to your program Madrasa on E. I'm your host Yasmina Peterson along with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams in studio. We are speaking about Hajj within the Holy Quran and she has been looking at various of surahs in terms of uh, Hajj being mentioned and we looked at surah number 3 which is surah Al-Imran we also looked at surah number 5 which is surah Ma'idah and now she is going to be continuing on to surah number 22 which is surah Hajj and the verses that she is going to be covering there is verse 26 to 37 so i do urge you to maybe take out the quran if you have a translated quran then it's even better you can go through this with sheikh together and also those of you who want to know where you can find the podcast that is all on vocfm.ino.fm so that is vocfm.ino.fm you will see the voice of the cape page and you will scroll down to madrasa on air you will click on the number of episodes and there you will find 
all the numbers of episodes as well as the dates. However, I'm now going to be handing over to Sheikh to continue where Sheikh stopped. Sheikh Tafadol. Shukran for that one, Auntie Yasmina. I must probably also want to just add to what Yasmina mentioned. I hope you people have the Quran open in front of you. It would make it so much more easier because you can follow them with us in references and it stays much longer. Yes, having a translation Quran with you can help a tremendous lot. If you have some form of tafsir, it will make it even better if you can. But I'm going to go immediately into the verses number 26. And from there onwards, as we move on, I'm going to tell you every time the verse and I'll tell you what area in the verse am I dealing with. Now, verse number 26, Allah Ta'ala says to us in verse number 26, Allah says, And when we showed Nabi Ibrahim the site of the sacred house, the Kaaba, saying, associate not anything in worship with me, your Lord Allah Ta'ala. Which means, keep up the words of La ilaha illallah, that La ilaha illallah bi'ai. Um, um, so, so, what I want to bring to you, in, in this verse, Allah says, Allah tushrik bi shay'a. So it is a reference to the understanding, anybody who wants to perform hajj, the purpose of the house is not to be able to do any form of Sunday, any form of disobedience, anything that is against la ilaha illallah is a sin, it is corruption, it is destruction, it only takes you to the fire of Jahannam, it takes you away from Allah ta'ala na'udhu billah, and we've seen that the reason why Allah would have sent this deen is to take them out of that jahiliyyah, out of the ignorance that humanity was in, and to guide them to the Sirat al-Mustaqim. May Allah grant you and me that all of us are guided to the Sirat al-Mustaqim, and that we actually live on that Sirat al-Mustaqim and follow the path to its end. And Allah says that the purpose for the, for the building of that Kaaba that Allah told you, Nabi Ibrahim, the purpose is Allah tushrik bi shay'a, that we don't ever make shirk with anybody. In, with, with Allah Ta'ala ever by giving the powers of, of Allah to anything other than Allah Ta'ala. Um, so we, we say La ilaha illallah and we realize that the power of worship belongs to Allah and to Allah Ta'ala alone. And that you and I may worship Him and none other than Him. Then in the next verse, verse number 27, Allah says, Allah says for Nabi Ibrahim, Allah says, please invite mankind. Uh, uh, um, proclaim the the the, uh, the invitation of of, of 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 Hajj to humanity. So Allah sends off the invitation, and Allah gave it as an invitation, like the adhan goes. Nabi Ibrahim was sent to go to a mountain and to stand on that mountain and make the adhan for Hajj. Wa adhim. Allah says, and make the adhan, make the invitation, make it loud, the invitation that all humanity can hear. Do you feel you want to claim that you have heard it? And do you want to respond to that hearing? Your commitment needs to be in accordance with that. So yes, Allah has given us the invitation, realizing that it's per the invitation of Allah. Nabi Ibrahim did the invitation, and you and I respond to that invitation. May Allah grant us to be worthy of the response, inshallah. And then in the next verse, Allah tell us this. Now Allah then tells us the process that... Uh, uh, 
the, how people will travel, and then immediately Allah Taala says that the re, what is the reason and the cause? And Allah says, "Liyashhadu manafi'alhum wa yadkurisma Allah fi ayamin ma'lumatin ala ma razaqhum min bahimatil anam." And Allah Taala carry us on on that verse. What is important for us is Allah Taala says that the purpose and the reason, and that this I would want to say to all the Hajj. If you are performing Hajj this year, or you're going to perform Hajj in the future, or you have performed Hajj, listen to these words of Allah. Allah gives the reason. Allah puts the thing in perspective. Allah gives us the crux of the matter. Allah tells us that. Allah says the reason and the purpose and the cause and the crux of the matter of the Hajj. Liyadkurisma Allah. Allah says. That you may be able to witness the great favors of mine. That you that you may be able to, to realize that you may be able to have your mind, open-mindedness, realize and see and appreciate and understand the great favors of Allah that there is in Makkah, that there is on Hajj, that there is in this great ibadah, that there is in this great deen that you are living in as a Muslim and that you feel proud of yourself and that you don't have pride and boastfulness but that you are proud of the fact that Allah has given you this and you show more submission and commitment and dedication to want to be a righteous Muslim and to come back to be able to send the message of true Islam and spread that to the great awareness that you became aware of and this Allah says that you become what which means you don't walk in Makkah uh, blindfolded, you don't walk in Makkah, uh, uh, can't worry, khini omi, monkey see, monkey do no, you are open-minded, you look around, you want to see the favors, you look around to be able to find those favors, and says you need to witness, you need to go and see and witness where you see the favors of Allah. And so that you can have an intimate relationship with Allah, an extensive and intensive relationship with Allah during the full Hajj, 24-7 every day until the very, very end. Now, most probably when I say that, this is what Allah describes to us. Allah wants us to be on the high of ibadah. And you and I will need to be able to be of those people. But I grant that great reward for our judge that they come to realize this. And the, Allah says the purpose is Allah says, to see, Allah says, I simply want you to come to recognize how fortunate you are. How absolutely fortunate. Not of your wealth. No, your wealth means nothing. Your, your health and your status, your position means nothing. Your position, Vijay, as a king of a queen of a, of, 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 of a, of a president, of, that means nothing. Allah says, I want you to f- remember the favor of mine. How fortunate you are to have been chosen, that I've chosen you to be of the Muslim Ummah. Allahu Akbar. Subhanak Ya Rab. May Allah grant us to come to appreciate and realize how fortunate we are and we need to come back to be able to give the message to the rest of humanity that they can also take to what and want to be feeling that pride the proudness of having to love Islam in this dunya Allahumma ameen ya rabbal alameen Shukran so much for that Sheikh what was discussed on the program was Surah Al-Imran verses 96 to 97 that is Surah number 3 as well as moving on to verse number 3 in Surah number 5 which is Surah Ma'idah and then also lastly before we uh, Sheikh was busy with Surah number 22 which is Surah Al-Hajj by the verses 26 to 37 Sheikh is now going to be continuing on that note so definitely you can send through anything in which you are not comfortable with if you need clarification about you send it through on our whatsapp as well as our sms's Sheikh Tafadol Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Shukran for this one Yasmina 
in the next verse, verse number 29, Allah Ta'ala says to us, In here, Allah Ta'ala tells us, after having said all the things Allah has mentioned prior, then Allah says, then thereafter, let them complete their prescribed duties, meaning let them fulfill the duties of the Hajj. Let them do what must be done on the Hajj, following its instructions as Allah gives them to, to, to them and what our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam showed them. And let them perform their vows. Let them carry out their vows, which means if they've made any vows with Allah in their life, let them carry out those vows. The Hujaj knows that the person knows whether he's made any vows with Allah. Let them carry out that, Allah says, and let him go off to Mecca and perform what is known as Tawaful Ifada. Um, and so this, these things is all mentioned to us in that verse there. That's verse number 29. Verse number 30 says Allah, ذَلِكَ وَمَن يُعَذِّمْ حُرُمَاتِ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ عِنْدَ Allah says that that the Lord, the things that has been done, which has been the orders that's been given, the guidance that Allah has given to us, that the manasik of Hajj, the duties and the prescribed duties of the Hajj has been done by Allah and His Rasul, is the obligation that mankind owes to Allah. And whoever honors the sacred things that Allah is Lord gives, then that is better for him with Allah Ta'ala, which means then that will be better for that person if he keeps the honor and give to do what must be done. That happens to be in verse number 30 and the verse carries on. Um, Allah then speaks about the animals that must be slaughtered, the, 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 the hadi or the dam. And, and, and here Allah, imposed, uh, Allah says, please stay away from wrongful action. And do not do negative things on your Hajj. Fajitanibu rijta min al awthan, wajitanibu kaula zur. Abstain from the. Allah Ta'ala says, please. Um, so shun the ab, uh, abomin, abomination of worshipping any idols or wrongful things, and shun lying or wrong, wrongful speech, meaning do not mention anything uncomfortable, do what must be done and carry it out in the, the, the best of your ability, subhanak. That carries over to verse number 30, and, and then after verse number 30, verse number 31, Allah says, Again, the reminder given to us by Allah Ta'ala in this is this ayah, Allah Ta'ala says that we need to be doing the worshipping none but Allah, not worshipping anything other than Allah, or not associating partners with Allah in the worship with Him, and whoever assigns partners with Allah, it is as if that person has been snatched from the sky or has fallen from the summer, subhanak la hawla and there's something has snatched him from, from, from the sky, or the wind has blown and thrown me far away, subhanak la That is verse number 31. Verse number 32, Allah says, ذَلِكْ وَمَيْ يُعَذِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ That is the rules and regulations that must be done and carried out by the person, and whosoever gives honor and respect and makes glory and wonder to the laws and the orders and the commands of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala says to all these verses in front here, فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ It's a clear sign that that person has taqwa in his heart. 
So Allah shows us, remember, that Allah says that the best, the best thing that you can take with you on this Hajj is to be able, what do see that you prepare yourselves for in the khair zad, the best of preparation you have is to have excessive taqwa. And then here Allah shows us what is it when you submit yourself to these verses and my command and the things that I tell you, then that is the clear indication that it's been taqwa in your heart. And this is what Allah expects for us for Hajj, to be able to obtain Hajj Maqbool and Hajj Mabrur. And we wish Allah to grant that to all our Hujjaj. And all our Hujjaj really gives themselves into the preparation what comes from Allah. And that takes us up to verse number, uh, number 32. We then go over to verse number 33. And then Allah says, that the thumma mahilluha ilal baytil atik, that when you slaughter the animals that must be slaughtered, uh, the, 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 the place of slaughtering says Allah, the baytul atik is at around about the, Ka- the Kaaba and the Haram in the house of Allah, and Allah calls it baytul atik. Baytul atik is a, 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 a what we call a, a, a the, the, the ancient house of Allah in, in, in Mecca. Uh, when the word antique is an Arabic word for the word antique, and antique is something that is old but is, is of great quality and great value, and that is Baytul Atik. And so the word antique is an English word that they've stolen from the Arabic term, which is Atik, right? And when they found out what was the meaning of the word Atik, they then brought it into the English language because the English language was a cheap and weak language stole from many languages to make the English language and it then became the word antique became the word antique so antique is something that is of very old but qualitative and value and of great meaning and Allah calls it Baytul Atik because there's no greater house than the house of Allah and there's no house that stands from the time of Nabi, of Nabi, uh, Nabi uh, Adam السلام, until today and it will stand until the final hour. There's no house that will stand for that. Many of the houses that was built for many purposes of religions have fallen and broken down and became dilapidated. But the house of Allah will be, will be preserved by Allah. And no matter who would want to destroy it, Allah will preserve it. And Allah, that's what Allah means when Allah speaks about Baytul Atik. We then go over to verse number um, 34, which Allah then reminds us, فَإِلَهُكُمْ إِلَهُ وَحِدٍ فَلَهُ أَسْلِمُ Allah says, remember that the Lord of the house of Allah is one ilah. Oh, the, oh, you, the, the, the ilah that there is for all of you is only one ilah, only one God, only one person to worship. You can worship none but Him and Him only. Falahu aslimu. So submit to His message, to what He expects of you. Wabashiril muhbitin, and give great glad tidings to these people who are of the muhbitin, the believers of Allah Taala in the true sense. Ya Rabbi, may Allah grant us to be of those people with humility. The people with humbleness and the people who truly believe. And then Allah describes who the mukhbitin is. The mukhbitin that needs to be on Hajj are those people when the name of Allah is mentioned. Then that shakes their hearts. 
And there are people who persevere. They realize that they are in the best of ibadah, that it is intense. The expectation is low, loud, and hard. And the fact that things is not going to be easy, the challenges is going to be great. They need to be able to persevere and have strength of excessive sabr. Remember, for hours at altijd gesê, as jy baie geld moet samen het, dan moet jy tien keer soveel sakke vol sabr het. Samen met jou om die hajj te maak, hajj wat ek bedoel hier sê Allah, was sabirin. Die mokbitin, die mense van humility, die mense wat wil hee hajj makboel en my broer, moet gafadig by sabr het, moet wie die challenges is gonna be above their means. This is what Allah says. And Allah wish for them to obtain hajj makboel en my broer, but it's not a wish. Allah wish for them, they must be able to work to attain and to acquire that wish. Beautiful, she was uh, speaking on the verses in Surah 22, which is Surah Hajj. Now, before I cross over to Sheikh and hand over to Sheikh to continue on that verse, I just say that you can send through your questions if you are not clear on anything. And Sheikh, we have received a question on our WhatsApp. It says, Assalamu alaikum, adopted at the six months. I would like to know, I am unmarried and 47 years old. If I can do my Farah Hajj, no mahram, if I can do it with my adopted parents. Alhamdulillah. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you, thank you very, very much for that question there. I think the the, the, the answer to that question uh, uh, is, is not general for everybody. It is something, if you are a person in a similar situation, that you've been adopted and you don't know who your mom and your dad is, and you don't know precisely uh, uh, where, and, and you've, you have adopted family, then and, and, and in that case, in, from an Islamic perspective, yes, because the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did show us that when a person has been a slave, and he doesn't have a, a, a background, because for slaves, was they belong to the master, and then now they will belong to the master forever and in this case you don't belong to a master you belong to a family that has adopted you then Allah gives you the right to be able to perform but then this person needs to understand that I need to see that I need to make my uh, uh, forward my, my application for, for, for Hajj to be accredited with members of that family that in actually can be that supportive structure like a normal brother or a normal uh, person I, uh, as a father figure or a brother that has adopted me was played the role within me to be able to be then I must and I allow it would be allowed in that case only Shukran so much for that, Sheikh, and for answering. And shukran so much for you who sent through your question as well. I hope that she has maybe cleared up your clarification that you wanted. Alhamdulillah. However, I'm going to be handing over to Sheikh to continue. Sheikh the Fatul. We were in uh, verse number 35 that we were busy with showing to us what Allah tells us who is the muhbitin from the verse before that. Allah says, Alladheena idha dhukir Allah wajalat kulubihum When the name of Allah who Allah has been mentioned, their hearts, is, it checks the hearts. Wasabirina ala ma asabahum The muhbitin is who people who persevere in having to, to do the ibadah of hajj and carries it out to the best of their ability. Walmuqimi salah Walmuqimi salah Those people who perform the salah continuously and they are people who give zakah of what Allah has given from of the wealth that Allah has given to them which means the wealth that you and I possess doesn't belong to us it belongs to Allah and you and I need to be of those who share it with with the people that Allah wants us to share it with right? that takes us up to the end of the verse number 35 we look at verse number 36 for now and then we say Allah says to us uh, uh, then Allah speaks about the wal Allah speaks about the, the animals that we need to slaughter, such as the, the dam and the hadi, as we call it. See that you call the name of Allah upon that. 
um, uh, uh, and then the Lord Teller says to us that we need to be, be we need to be people of appreciation. At the end of the verse, Allah says that you need to be able to. When Allah speaks about what we need to do with that, that we need to give to others, we do not keep it for ourselves. Only we eat of it, and then we pass over to other people of that which you have you slaughtered. And Allah says that we need to be able that you can be appreciative, you and I, that we may be able to become appreciative of the fact that what Allah has given to us. That, that takes us to verse number 36. And then we go to verse number 37. In verse number 37, Allah says to us, That the, the reason why Allah does allow us to slaughter the animal and the slaughtering of the animal on the Hajj says Allah is not with the purpose that Allah wants its blood or Allah wants his meat. No, Allah don't want his meat. Allah don't want his blood. Allah wants us to slaughter it for the sake of Allah using the name on Allah when we slaughter. But that in actual fact that Allah wants from us our taqwa. Our submission to Allah and that we strive to be able to acquire a lot of taqwa and we come nearer to Allah and we strive to do it for the sake of Allah and that Allah tell me grant us successes and that we develop furthermore for the fact that we've been submissive to Allah and that brings us to the verse number 37 Alhamdulillah of those verses as we said from verse number 26 to verse number 37 I now have to take you over Alhamdulillah to verse number 78 you can actually move with me to verse number 78 and verse number 78 is the last verse in Surah Al-Hajj. Remember we're dealing with Surah Al-Hajj. Now I just want to remind us that there is in the, in the Quran a Surah which Allah has mentioned and Allah has called that Surah, Surah Al-Hajj. Now if you and I have the opportunity and we can read through the whole Surah, we can see the greatest of Hajj and see the greatest of what Allah links man, man and Hajj and what is the issues of importance through that. Subhanak and Allah says to us in verse number eight, um, 78, Allah says, <laughs> وفي هذا ليكون الرسول علي ليكون الرسول شهيدا عليكم وتكون الشهداء على الناس فأقيموا الصلاة وآتوا الزكاة واعتصموا بالله هو مولاكم فنعم المولى ونعم النصير. A wonderful ayah. If my time doesn't allow me into completion, please, I beg you, please go and check the verse. But I would want to be able to share it. And this is an important verse for all hujaj. Allah says to us, وَجَاهِدُوا فِي اللَّهِ حَقَّ جَهَادِي And strive hard in Allah's cause as you ought to strive with sincerity and with all your efforts that his name should be superior to everything. He has chosen for you to convey his message of Islam and of true Islam to mankind by inviting them to his religion, the religion of Allah, and has not laid upon you in religion any hardship. It is the religion of your father, Nabi Ibrahim It is he who has named you Muslims both before and in this book, the Quran, that the message of Allah Ta'ala may be the witness over all of you and you be the ummah that witness over all other mankind. So perform your salah and give your zakah and hold fast to Allah and have confidence in your Lord and depend on him in all your affairs. He is your dependent upon that you need to be able to depend on. 
what is excellent partner and what an excellent helper. May Allah grant khair and barakah inshallah to all of us inshallah. We make the final dua. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim wal asr innal insana lafi husr illa alladhina amanu wa amilu salihat wa tawasaw bil haqqi wa tawasaw bis sabr wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa maulana muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa barik wa sallim subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen and that then concludes our madrasa on a program I hope that it has truly benefited you alhamdulillah and definitely you can go on to the Quran with those verses which she has mentioned and you can also look at it within your spare time oh.